Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to this online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. And as you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith. And we're welcoming to the show for the very first time, TerraTech Corporation. The company's traded under the ticker symbol TRTC. TerraTech Corp is a leader in medical cannabis equipment manufacturing and distribution. And we're welcoming to the show the Chief Executive Officer of TerraTech, Mr. Derek Peterson. Derek, how are you doing today? Great, Stuart. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to stop by and speak to our listeners here as well as your shareholders of TerraTech Corp. Now, for our listeners who may not be familiar with your company yet, if you would, describe the company, its business model, and market for us. Uh, from a general sense, 30,000-foot view, uh, we have two divisions, and, and you named one of them. We have the medical cannabis division, which focuses on the uh, manufacturing and distribution of medical cannabis uh, indoor cultivation equipment, so high-intensity lighting, filtration, et cetera, and so forth, everything the urban gardener would need to facilitate a large-scale, small-scale, or mid-size indoor commercial urban agricultural uh, grow facility. On the second side, we have the edible garden acquisition that we're working on, which is food production, uh, utilizing the same technologies that medical cannabis utilizes for the cultivation of cannabis we use for food production, basil, butterleaf lettuce, spinaches, those types of things. The uh, equipments are essentially the same. We found it was a great crossover for us into the traditional market, and without having to reinvent the wheel, we were able to capture two separate market segments on the backbone of our urban agricultural equipment model. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, you have to be hiding under a rocker in a cave in America to not know about the blossoming medical marijuana market here in the United States. But you have differentiated your revenue streams. You have not put all your proverbial eggs in one basket. Uh, and you've done it with a like kind technology, which is going to limit your overhead and exposure to high end expenses as well. Kudos to you and your company on that. Let's learn a little bit about you, Derek. You're the CEO of the company. What's your background? Yeah, I have a kind of a traditional Wall Street background. I, uh, I started uh, with a uh, boutique financial firm out in California. I worked with Wachovia Securities and uh, finished my career at uh, Morgan Stanley. Spent about 11 years in the markets, and during that time, always wanted to take a company public and had uh, helped uh, along that process uh, with other companies and thought it was about time I, uh, I take those skill sets and, 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 and try an opportunity of my own. Any other key members of the management team, advisory, board of directors that we should mention now before we push on in the interview? Yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've actually put together a pretty uh, strong foundation from both our uh, board of directors and our advisory board. And a couple points I'll highlight is a gentleman named Mike Nahaus and 
Mike James. Mike Nahaus has got 17 years on Wall Street and uh, firms like Morgan Stanley. Mike James uh, is a CFO. Uh, he was also the CFO for one of the largest hedge funds uh, back in the 80s and uh, worked for a CFO for what became National Discount Brokers. Uh, so he's got quite a pedigree in running uh, publicly traded companies as well as uh, handling the financials and, and building out long-term fiscally responsible strategic plans. On the advisory side, uh, we're uh, signing up a couple people here. I can't uh, can't release the names just yet, but we're pretty excited about some of the heavy hitters we have uh, helping guide the company, especially on the uh, food production side that we'll be, uh, we'll be announcing here shortly. Well, I touched on it earlier in the audio interview. 2012 was a very active year for some of the medical marijuana stocks that are out there. You not only are involved in medical cannabis, but in other areas as well. Let's go ahead and review what your company was able to achieve in 2012. Uh, 2012 was a great uh, a great uh, time for us. We really uh, spent a good part of the year uh, focusing on our M&A strategy. Uh, in 2010 and 2011, we really spent the majority of the time doing R&D, building out the product lines, and, and trying to get penetration into the medical cannabis side of things. 2012 was really a developmental year on the urban agricultural food production side for us. Uh, we were able to lock down um, uh, and negotiate two key potential acquisitions for us that we have under LOI that we're working towards definitive document right now, as well as uh, build out a, a brand that has great penetration in the Northeast and looking at strategic partnerships around the country to expand that model. So 2012 is uh, a focus for us, as well as 2013 is, is rapid growth and rapid expansion of both top-line revenue as well as uh, you know our bottom line through uh, mergers and acquisitions. Well, Derek, it's uh, only 25 days here into 2013, and already your company has issued some strong news. We'll get into those specific headlines a little bit later, but let's get right now your goals for the company here in 2013. Go ahead, Derek. Our, our primary focus is uh, our merger and acquisition strategy. For us, it, it always made most sense from an accelerant standpoint is to grow the company through M&A. Uh, we, of course, are going to be uh, focusing on continual R&D and introducing new products into, uh, into the markets in 2013 and on. We have a couple interesting items we'll be announcing here in the upcoming months that we're uh, trying to get into traditional retail stores uh, on both the urban ag and, and, and medical cannabis side. So we're very interested in that. But uh, from a shareholder value standpoint, we always saw the best opportunities in those markets in, in, in the M&A area. The urban ag and the medical cannabis side are, are very fragmented markets right now. There's a lot of successful businesses in there that are non-public, that are private, that are looking for the opportunity to have critical mass and economies of scale. We want to make sure Terratech is one of those companies that's able to capitalize on that fragmentation and be a consolidating force in the industry. So uh, our, our best bang for our dollars and our best bang for our time spent as a, as a board of directors and the management team on an execution standpoint is really growing both top-line revenue cash flow and net income through acquisition. So our primary focus is on healthy companies, stable business plans that are complementary and symbiotic in nature, ultimately trying to build a vertical in the uh, urban ag or hydroponic uh, arena. Well, I previewed that strong news that the company's issued, so let's go over that now and get your personal take on these two press releases. Terratech Corp. announces LOI to acquire GrowRight, a New Jersey-based garden superstore with annual revenue of over $4 million. This is a blockbuster PR, Derek. Give us your insight. Yeah, GrowRight's a great store. We were actually uh, back there um, trying to sell some equipment to an urban farm, which we'll discuss uh, on another press release, and we ran across uh, this large, uh, large called a Home Depot of urban agriculture, or Home Depot of agricultural products, and they have a uh, a primary focus on urban agricultural products there. It's a huge uh, seven to ten acre uh, facility out in uh, Lincoln Park, New Jersey, 
uh, that's been there for quite some time. It's pretty much a, a stable in the local community. Uh, they do over $4 million in revenue, cash flow positive, net income positive. Uh, they were looking for an opportunity to expand that model across the U.S., and they felt as though it would be complimentary if they were able to be involved with a publicly traded company uh, as an opportunity to, to have a platform to expand from. And it was great for us because it's, again, a key acquisition that fits within our strategic profile for the upcoming years in terms of looking for companies that have solid revenue foundations that have showed a consistent pattern of growth over the last few years and that, again, are both cash flow and income positive. Our primary goal as a company is to get uplisted on a major exchange uh, as quickly as possible. And, and the only way we're going to be able to do that is by executing on successful M&As that, again, are healthy businesses in and of themselves. Well, another great piece of news was a piece of technology that you unveiled. TerraTech Corp unveils its new portable hydroponic unit, the Bloom Room, designed to produce medical-grade cannabis. Let's talk a little bit about this. Let's talk what is a Bloom Room. Go ahead, Derek. Yeah, we, we've always had a, uh, a portable hydroponic trailer system that we've built out. It was, as a matter of fact, it was the uh, first product that uh, TerraTech came to market with back when, uh, when we originally grew up technologies, our subsidiary. So the Bloom Room is essentially either 24 or 50-foot uh, cultivation uh, container, which is something that looks as simply as a, a dry box you would see on the back of a semi-truck or a car trailer you would see being towed behind a, uh, a, a pickup truck. Inside of it, however, uh, is a very complex, uh, fully integrated, plug-and-play, aeroponic-slash-hydroponic cultivation system, fully discrete on the outside and fully modular on the inside. Literally, water and power are the only two things you need as a cultivator. Uh, one, of the, uh, one of the reasons the uh, medical cannabis growers like this is, A, for the discretion, and B, for the portability. Uh, growers don't always uh, maintain facilities in the same spot, and there's a lot of capital expenditure for them to build out a facility, and if they ever want to move, the takedown is, is a pretty major task. And with our units, they can literally just hook them up to a truck and drive them to their new facility and open up shop at a new location. And we're really focusing on the Washington and Colorado markets with these units right now with the passages of 502 and 64 and the full legalization measures. Uh, we're seeing an opening up of market opportunities there. And really, there's becoming more, uh, more and more of a focus on medical-grade medical type cannabis products that are coming into the market. Uh, the past is becoming the days where cannabis is grown in people's basements and garages, and uh, consumers and patients are now demanding a higher level of uh, transparency in, in what they're consuming, ultimately. So units like these that are, like I said, modular and plug-and-play, but uh, basically and essentially clean rooms, uh, using the highest standards of uh, products inside, are going to be the wave of the future for medical cannabis cultivation. Well, I watched a video with you in it uh, from HD World Report, HD Net World Report, I should say. Uh, and this is something I wanted to talk to you about. You know, has the medical marijuana industry gotten to the point where there are now trade shows? In other words, I'm kind of getting downstream to the idea of how are you selling yourself in Washington and Colorado? How are you getting the word out? And I believe, you know, that we are at that point with critical mass that trade shows will be something of the future if they're not already happening. What's your take on that? Yes, great. That's a great question, Stuart. Trade shows actually have been around for some time. There's been the International Cannabis and Hemp Expos, KushCon, those types of things. Uh, and then you have the urban agricultural trade shows, which uh, have been going on for a long time across the country as well. So we, uh, as, as part of our business plan, being a diversified company between urban ag and medical cannabis, we have the uh, benefit of being uh, uh, able to, to focus uh, and, and project and market ourselves through both these means. 
Uh, interestingly enough, you know, we've been invited to speak at uh, mainline uh, agricultural conferences like uh, Ag 2.0, uh, sitting up on panels alongside with companies like Monsanto. So uh, it's been an, it's been an interesting ride for us, and you're seeing a, you're seeing the mainstream industry start to understand cannabis as a as you know a real commodity play. And the size of the market in the U.S. is is astronomical, and traditional uh, ag companies are now starting to develop technologies and look at the marketplace as the, as the legitimacy increases and legalization takes hold. So uh, our our best mechanism to be able to market and, and sell ourselves essentially in our products is to you know utilizing these expos. Uh, on-the-ground sales forces, obviously, uh, and, uh, you know, general marketing in uh, both urban ag and uh, in medical cannabis uh, mainstream media. Well, listeners, once again, we are speaking with Derek Peterson. He is the chief executive officer of TerraTech Corp., the ticker symbol TRTC. You can find him on Facebook. You can find him online. You can follow them at Twitter. And all that's available by just knowing that ticker symbol TRTC or visiting us here at smallcapvoice.com. Well, let's push back a little bit further, Derek. Let's go to the end of 2012. TerraTech Corp. enters the $20 billion fresh produce market by signing LOI to acquire NB Plants. NB Plants is a 116-acre New Jersey-based sustainable hydroponic farm. This was released back on December 26. Let's get your take on this one, Derek. That's one of our key acquisitions in the uh, urban ag and food production side. NB Plants, like you said, is a... Uh, a, a, a giant farm in Belvedere, New Jersey, seven acres uh, under glass right now and on a total of 116 acres. Uh, they focus primarily on hydroponic and aeroponic produce. So essentially they're growing things like basils, thyme, oregano, butter lettuce, uh, leafy greens that are distributing through major retail stores in the Northeast, companies like ShopRite, Diagostino's, Food Emporium, Stu Anderson. Uh, great penetration in the market, unbelievable brand recognition. Uh, and they're looking to expand. So it was a great opportunity for us to uh, bring them under the fold of the publicly traded company. And at the same time, they have an opportunity to uh, increase their capital uh, needs and expand across the U.S. They're focused on building that brand out in the Midwest as well as moving to the Florida markets. And the publicly traded vehicle will give them an opportunity. So, again, another symbiotic relationship and another company that's doing over $6 million a year in annual revenue, both cash flow and net income positive. So a key acquisition for us. They utilize hydroponic technologies as their backbone. We make and manufacture hydroponic technologies, so it's, uh, it, it allows us to sell more and more product upstream, but at the same time, their business in and of itself is an extremely stable and fundamental business in and of itself. So some of the key uh, board directors and the advisory board uh, 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 people that we have joining us here in the short order are very affiliated in this market are going to create some huge market opportunities for the company coming up here in the short run. So. Uh, between the uh, grow right acquisition and between the MB plants acquisition, it pushes our company's revenue over $10 million a year uh, in both the company acquisitions, according to our due diligence, are both cash flow and net income positive. So it puts us into the realm where we're, uh, we'll probably be able to uplift in short order. At least that's our hope and desire. Uh, and we're working uh, aggressively to make these uh, transactions as, as, as creative as possible for investors so that everybody's able to participate on the upside. What a great time for us to be speaking with TerraTech Corp. You can find them once again under that ticker symbol TRTC. You can follow the company on Twitter at TerraTech Corp. You can go to the company's website, TerraTechCorp.com. And as I mentioned earlier, all these links are available 
in their press releases. So look up these press releases. And I said, what a great time to be taking a look at Terratech as it pushes through into 2013 with these big acquisitions that it finished the year with, it started with, lots going on with Terratech Corp. Derek, I want to thank you so much for your time here at smallcapvoice.com. Any closing thoughts or comments for the shareholders, Derek? Thanks, Stuart, for having me on the show. Uh, just that uh, we're working hard, no pun intended, to grow TerraTech over the coming years and uh, create shareholder value. So we're looking forward to uh, 2013 and 2014. That's Derek Peterson. I'm Stuart Smith. And we're saying thanks so much for listening and take a closer look at TerraTech Corp. Ticker symbol TRTC. Have a great day. This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.